0: You're listening, listening to, to Bible Bible Plus, Bible Plus. from Seesaw. Seesaw. Bible Plus is a podcast featuring short, daily discussions of every chapter in the New Testament. Bible Plus is designed to increase Bible reading, understanding, and enjoyment. Get more out of the Bible. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bible Plus podcast. We come to Acts chapter 14 today. In Acts chapter 14... Paul is continuing his first missionary journey. Previously, he was at Paphos of Cyprus, and then Pisid- Pisidian Antioch, and then now, beginning in chapter 14, he is journeying into Iconium. And in Iconium, what happens is that uh, the brothers and Paul, they enter into the synagogue of the Jews, and they start speaking. And what happens is the Jews, you know, they start... Uh, combating their speaking in such a way that it ill affects the minds of the Gentiles against the brothers. That's what it says. And so what happens is how the brothers respond is that they spent uh, a considerable time speaking with boldness and speaking concerning the word of his grace, the word of the Lord's grace. That's in verse three. And just want to point out here really quick, you know, the persons that were in the synagogue uh, these people wrapped up with the Old Testament. They were completely focused on the law. That's what they were occupied with. But Paul and his companions, they preached the word of the Lord's grace to them as such that, that they would be brought out from the law and into Christ as grace to them. And, you know, these, uh, the brothers here, they just had the Old Testament scriptures. They didn't have the New Testament yet. And so they were able to speak words of grace out of the Old Testament to convey Christ as grace to these people that they were speaking to. And so that's an encouraging word to us, that whenever we come to the Bible, we want to see Christ as grace and be able to convey those words of Christ as grace to others, whether we're in Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, etc., etc., anywhere else in the Old Testament, all the way to Revelation. So after that, uh, you know, these, these Jews, they, uh, they tried to stone Paul and the apostles and they became aware of it. And so they fled to the cities of Laconia, Lystra, and Derby. And in Lystra, they see a certain man who didn't have strength in his feet. He had never walked. Paul sees that he had the faith to be healed. And so then the Lord, through Paul, heals him. And what happens is, is that, you know, these Gentiles who are wrapped up in their Mythological religion with Zeus and Hermes and things like that. This is what they say when they see, when they heal, heal this man. Verse 11, the gods have become like men and have come down to us. And they called Barnabas Zeus and Paul Hermes. And even to the extent they're so uh, wrapped up with what these brothers did, they want to start sacrificing animals to them. But Paul, in his wisdom and his consideration, he begins preaching the gospel to them in a way that really fits where they are in their situation. These are Gentiles, you know, un- unfamiliar with the things of, of the real God and the scriptures of the real God. They're in their heathen, pagan practices, and Paul begins to speak to them based on God's creation. And so he mentions turning from the vain things to the living God. And then you know, he says a real sweet and touching word to them. Paul tells them, And yet he, that's God, did not leave, wit- leave himself without witness, in that he did good by giving you rain from heaven and fruitful seasons, filling your hearts with food and gladness. And if you contrast this speaking of the gospel to Acts chapter 13, it's quite different. Acts 13, Paul is speaking to Jews and is speaking them directly concerning Christ. And here, Paul is speaking to heathen pagan Gentiles, and he's speaking to them based on God's creation. And so, we can learn from Paul in preaching of the gospel to be considerate in our audience uh, and how we can convey the reality, the truth the things of God, God himself to them, uh, where they're at in their particular and personal situation. Well, things are still crazy. Uh, the Jews came in and messed things up again. And, and what happened is, is they stoned Paul and dragged him outside of the city there of Lystra. But it's pretty cool. In verse 20, it says, but as the disciples surrounded him, he rose up and entered into the city. And I couldn't help but think, you know, Sometimes we feel like life stones us. We get hit with blow after blow. We find ourselves down. You know what we need in that moment? We need the disciples to surround us. We need the brothers and the sisters to intervene in our life when we're down and out for the count. And just as what happened to Paul when the disciples surrounded him, he rose up. When we have the brothers and sisters intervening in our life, reaching out to us, caring for us when we're in a down situation, when we're beaten into the ground. We will find ourselves rising up again. All right. Then in verse twenty-one, uh, Barnabas and and uh, Paul they go out to Derby. Sorry, that's verse twenty and twenty-one. They announce the gospel to that city and made a considerable number of disciples. And then they return to Lystra and to Iconium and to Antioch. And what do they do when they're returning through these cities? verse 22 they are establishing the souls of the disciples. And so when we say established of the souls of the of the disciples, what do we mean by that? Well, what do what does the soul consist of? It consists of the mind, emotion and will. And so the brothers going back to the cities, were establishing the souls of the disciples. So when it came to their mind, they needed to be established in their mind so that they may know and understand the Lord and the things concerning him. They needed to be established in their emotion that they may love the Lord and have a heart for the Lord's interest. And they they needed to be established in their will that they may be strong to remain with the Lord and do the things that please the Lord. So to establish the souls of the disciples is to establish them in these aspects in their mind, emotion, and will. And then they exhort them to continue in the faith and saying that through many tribulations, we must enter into the kingdom of God. So they are letting these disciples know that tribulations will be uh, awaiting in the future. But through these, we need to endure and continue such that we enter into the kingdom of God. On the one hand, these disciples had already entered into the kingdom of God, but they needed to enter into the kingdom of God in a fuller more rich and developed way. And the kingdom of God here is, is not just an outward realm where we're ruled by God outwardly, where he says, do this, do that. But really, if you look at the revelation in the Bible, in the New Testament, the kingdom of God is the realm of the full enjoyment of the resurrected and ascended Christ. And so when you have such an enjoyment, you are automatically under the divine rule. And so that's what Paul was exhorting these ones to, to enter into in a more full way is, hey, keep going on and enter more into the experience and enjoyment of the resurrected and ascended Christ as the kingdom of God. And then in verse 23, they appoint elders for them in every church. They pray with fastings. They commit them to the Lord and they visit a few more cities on their way back to Antioch, where they arrive and gather the church together and they declare all the wonderful things that God had done through them and how God had opened a door of faith to the Gentiles. So that concludes today. I hope you enjoyed it and have a wonderful day in Christ.